Welcome to House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. If you're ready to get your physical, emotional, and spiritual life in order, join us for the next hour as we meet some interesting people who will share stories of success and wisdom that you can apply to your own life. Now, here's Dr. Connie. Welcome to House Calls with Dr. Connie. It is the most beautiful time of the year, my favorite time, December. It is the time of Christmas. Welcome you on this wonderful show. It's the end of the year, and we celebrate this wonderful season of Hanukkah, of light, and of Christmas. So our theme this day, this this month, is All I Want for Christmas. And I've got some special guests I'm going to introduce to you in a second. But let me begin with my honorable mentions this month. And I always begin with birthdays. Now, we know December we celebrate the birth of Christ and happy birthday, baby Jesus, as I tell my grandchildren. But we have other birthdays this month. My youngest granddaughter, Aubrey Stevens, turns four this this month. Didi Madonna, my dear friend Didi, who supplies me all my dresses, beautiful clothes. Robert Schwab, happy birthday, Bob. Jean Granados in Georgia. Irene Tratt in Connecticut. Dr. Angela DeRosa, dear friend of mine in Scottsdale, happy birthday. Shelly Anderson, another dear friend. David Pepper, happy birthday, Dave. And this month, he and his wife, Dr. Patty, are celebrating their 30th anniversary. Happy happy anniversary, guys. My neighbor, Marlene uh, Martin, is celebrating a birthday. Dr. Philip Ling from the Mayo Clinic, happy birthday, Phil. Dr. Jerry Law, who was on my radio show in November talking about Wickenburg, he celebrates a December birthday. Happy birthday. Other birthdays are Liz Garrett, Mike Murphy, my attorney friend. My neighbor in Sedona, Tim Higgins, is celebrating a birthday December. Lance Luciabello, Connie Harrington, Marshall Wolf, George Kalman, Mike Zimmerman, Paula Sears, Dr. Matt Gloyd has a birthday along with friend Celine Greenbaum. Happy birthday. Kathy McEwen in Canada celebrates this month. Joanne Gilman, John Miller, and Paul Ellsworth also celebrate a birthday. For anniversaries, Debbie Ziveth and James Patrick celebrate a 20th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. So the end of the year, we're ending on a happy note. And as we reflect, I look at all the the difficulties, obviously. We, We contrast the joy with the sorrow and it's been a rough year uh, there there you notice there aren't any easy times like whatever happened to easy times right or maybe the pain becomes less as we go through this but it's the happy times that we have to have hope about that we look for brighter times and of being optimistic and positive because those qualities help us to live longer and enjoy life more one of my dear friends i've known over 10 years uh, is struggling with recurrence of her cancer and she's getting one last shot at chemotherapy this week at the Mayo Clinic. And she was sort of given the verdict that it might not take. So she's got a couple months left. And so it was very difficult for me this week to have lunch with her because I don't know if I'll see her again in this life. And so what do you say to somebody that you know very well, it's unlikely you will see them ever again in this life? So we reminisced about the 14 years we've been friends. We talked about her memoir, which she wants to finish before she passes. And I looked at her and I said, at this point in your life, what what is important to you? And she looks at me and says, you know what? What's important is for me to be remembered and to know my life had meaning. 
Notice none of that was to buy a new car or to buy some jewelry or do do a trip. It was simply to be remembered. So that's all about memories. And to know my life had meaning, that it helped touch people in a special way. So that's something to think about at this season of Christmas and of hope. So when we think of Christmas, we think of family. It automatically gravitates back to family, right? And I think of that very first Christmas of Jesus and Mary and Joseph, no place to go, going into the manger and where baby Jesus was born. And so I look at that, those three, the Holy Family, and I'm very blessed in studio to have three, to be three of us, uh, members of my family, three generations of my family. Myself is the mom and the grandma, or as we say in the Philippines, Lola, which is, I think, is sort of a cool name to call me as a grandma. My oldest son, Andrew Stevens, who is a father, and my oldest granddaughter, Addie Stevens. So notice we're all firstborn in our family, all the firstborn. And of course, they always say the firstborn is the most competitive, the most bossy. And of course, where do they get that, right? We're not. Who's, I know my granddaughter's making a face. Who, who says that? In the, you know, the bossy pants in the family. So it's Andrew, who is 35, and my granddaughter, Addie, who is seven. And I asked the radio manager, Josh, how old is your youngest guest in studio? And he says, I think Addie is probably our youngest in-studio guest. And I think it's really a wonderful thing to make it a ritual in my family that both my sons and their wives have been on my radio show. It's almost like a rite of passage that they have been on the show. And now this generation, my grandchildren, will be on the show. And why is that such a big deal? I think as I realize, one of the biggest fears of most people is speaking in public. And Andrew was reminded me there are some genetic studies that show that there are some people who are terrified of speaking in public. They get viscerally sick. So there is some genetic predisposition. But I think if somebody can learn to present themselves in, a, in an articulate way and to speak in public and not be afraid... I think that's a positive trait. I think that is a good thing. What's important also is the message that you convey. Those are important things. So to to teach our young to not be afraid to speak up, to speak their truth, I think is a very important uh, quality in, in life. So I have on board, This is I love these shows because, I mean, I don't have to research the people. I, I know them all their life. So I'm going to introduce my son, Andrew Mariano Stevens, who's 35. Andrew was born at St. John. He's making a face. I was there. I remember St. John Hospital, Port Wainimi, California, when I was stationed there right after my residency. And uh, he lived there for a couple years with us. His father, Richard Stevens, who was an attorney, and I was stationed at Port Wainimi. Then we moved back to San Diego Naval Hospital. This is after his brother, Jason, was born. We moved uh, with Andrew and Jason, who were about about two and a half, two years apart in age. <clears throat> and Andrew went to uh, kindergarten. Did you go to kindergarten in San Diego, Montessori, went to Montessori. And then I was stationed at the White House in 1992 to 2001. So a lot of Andrew's growing up was in the Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, where he had gone to Montessori school for about eight years, learned to love education, and then went to uh, Christian school in, in Virginia. And then we uh, moved back in 2001, uh, back 
West, but rather than go back to San Diego, I got recruited to the Mayo Clinic in Scottsdale. So Andrew and his brother Jason attended Gilbert Christian Academy, excuse me, Scottsdale Christian Academy, and uh, graduated from high school, went to ASU, uh, majored in business and communications, met his wife, Erin, on his first day of communications, which was a good, good deal because that's why you go for college education, meet your future spouse, right? Higher education, meet your future spouse. And then after he finished college, he worked for my practice for a while and then left my practice to work for a multi-specialty clinical practice working with insurance and uh, the, the backroom type of work with insurance for a larger practice. In the meantime, got his uh, MBA at W.P. Carey School of Business, graduated with honors, and then got married. Uh, and then Addie was born. Uh, and that was a highlight. She's the oldest of three. And then after that, he worked for McKesson for several years. And then about a year ago, joined my practice as my office practice manager and working back in the family business, working with patients and healthcare. And, and I'm glad to have him on board. So welcome, Andrew. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dr. Connie. It's been a, a ride for sure as kind of going back to the the memories of all of that. It's It's truly been great. And I love what you said earlier about just the importance of, of family and just seeing the generations that are in, represented in this room right now as we're talking together um, and really gives an opportunity for me to uh, introduce um, your first granddaughter, grandchild, um, Addie. And I want to just uh, say Addie is, yes, as you mentioned, my, my first child, first of three, um, born 2015. She's seven years old right now. Addie, uh, from a very young age, we called her Sweet Pea, Sweetie Pie, because she was so sweet. Um, and then she became fiery. I think after that, she became just a force to be reckoned with. Um, she just loves her, her family, loves her friends, uh, loves to go to school and just be active. She's very social um, and, and just really just loves to do all the different activities that she's involved in. Right now, I'll go through a couple of things I know Addie likes to do. She likes to swim. Uh, she plays piano in choir at her school. And Addie, anything else that you love to do? I really love um, the art at my school and the science. And um, um, I, wa- um, I was born like the earliest in my family. And... I was born in 2015, and, well, the PE at my school is just, it gets me, like, all the energy out of my class, and that's important to do. And, and you've, do, you've done a lot of interesting different activities. And, and as uh, Dr. Connie just mentioned, you're Lola, how this was the, you're the youngest in-studio guest here. How do you feel about doing this radio show podcast right now? Great. And, um, and like, like me and, um, my, my grandma are like both the oldest, the second, and my, and my brother, um, and um, and um, 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 my grandma's um brother are like both like the same, and the youngest are like the same. So, I like to point that out, and um. 
and also wanted to point out too something else because you had mentioned before we got started um, doing the introductions that Lola would introduce me, and then why don't you introduce Lola? What do you love about your Lola? Oh, that she serves in the military, and um, I love that she's a doctor. Like when um, like if like like she just. She's good at being a doctor's boss. For sure. And I know something, too. It, it, what's neat about having a doctor in the family, uh, I, I sometimes joke, there's an old it's video like, game called uh, The Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this video game. But one of the things is you always start off as a particular profession. And one of the professions that's a good one to start off with is the doctor. Because when people get sick with like dysentery or cholera, yeah, it helps like... to heal them. But, but you've, we've talked about this before. One of Addie's favorite things to do is ask Lola about what are different stories about things that she encounters, challenges mm-hmm. in the, her practice. And it's neat because it gives a little bit of an insight and a window into what a doctor does on a day-to-day basis. And it's not always about treating sick people, right? Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. fun, fun stories to Addie, of interesting stories, but sometimes it's just about making sure people stay well. Would you, would you say so, it Dr. Connie? It is. Connie? It's about yeah. listening to them and letting them share what they're experiencing with their body, but also in their life. There and, are different ways to heal. And like, like the most important thing about doctors, if you're like a doctor mom, like every time like your kids have like a bad like sickness, um, the doctor should just help them out. You try to. It's sometimes hard to treat your own family because you're a little bit too close to that. Sometimes they tend yeah. to over-treat. And you're lucky you've got access to good care. Would you ever become a doctor, you think? Is this something you'd be interested in? I really want to be a doctor, but I also have, like, two more things that I want to be when I grow up. What's that? A mom. Okay. That's good. And a scientist. Well, you you can do all that. Absolutely. That's a research physician. There yeah. we go. I you think can be for... a research physician. You can do clinical medicine where you're in clinic with patients. You can do research ongoing. Yeah, I can like And you can the... be a mom. Which among those is the hardest to do, do you think? Mom. Why is that? My mom is just... She has so much trouble getting um, her, me and my brother and my sister yeah. all to calm down. Literally. Really? Like, calm down. Do you help her? Do you like try to help her? I try, in? but I just mistake and then I'm the problem. No. How are you the problem? Like, when I'm trying to help out, um, I don't do it properly. And then my mom's like, like that's not how you do it. Like for Christmas, like everyone's getting ready for the holidays and Christmas. Are you are you able to help your mom and your dad get ready for the holidays? What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, like 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 the decorations. Mm-hmm. They're like I have some on the ground and on the trees and some ornaments and well, yeah. We're going to I want to come back to listen about how you prepare for Christmas, how you and your dad and your mom and your brother and sister get ready for the holidays. So we can share with the audience, because people are interested in in our lives and how we do our tradition. But we're going to pause for a break on House Calls with Dr. Connie, Andrew Stevens, and Addie Stevens. So stay tuned on House Calls, and come on back after the break. (music) 
Are you ready to live younger, longer? Andrew and Aaron Stevens with Apply Everyday Health are partnered with a 100-year-old company to help you build health through natural approaches. Our scientists believe that the key to a healthy lifestyle lies within nature. By using ingredients proven to be safe and effective, our products provide nutrition guaranteed to change your life in a positive way. To find out how you can get the same top-of-the-line vitamins taken daily by Olympic athletes, astronauts, and the White House doctor herself, visit applyeveryday.com. Who's your doctor? When I was looking for a doctor, I thought, which person gets the best care of all and whose doctor's credentials are the most carefully reviewed? Well, the answer was obvious. Who looks after the President of the United States? My doctor is the doctor who is taking care of three presidents and their families. Dr. Connie Mariano. I've heard about her. She's board certified in internal medicine and has been practicing medicine for over 30 years. She was at the White House for over nine years and traveled everywhere with the president. Dr. Connie is available to me 24 hours a day, seven days a week by email, cell phone, or Skype. And when I see her in her private office in Scottsdale, she and her staff always treat me like I'm the president. I'm going to call her office now and join her practice. Dr. Connie Mariano. This is the doctor American presidents and their families have trusted with their lives, and I trust you with mine. For information about Dr. Connie Mariano's private practice, you need to visit drcmariano.com. You are tuned in to House Calls with former White House physician, Dr. Connie Mariano. If you have a question or comment for our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drconnieradio at gmail.com. That's drconnieradio at gmail.com. Now, back to House Calls with Dr. Connie. What do you all want for Christmas? You know, this is our fun show at the end of the year. We we pause and reflect on the holidays and Christmas and traditions. And I've got uh, my family here, my son, Andrew Stevens, my oldest granddaughter, Addie Stevens. What do, what do you do in your household? What do you do for a tradition for, for Christmas or, New, or Christmas Eve? What do you all do? I, um, I normally, like, make the, the cookies. Um, um, like, last year... My little sister just grabbed a frosting bag and just squirted it all over the cookie. Literally, all over the cookie. Wow. That's the disruptive little sister. It's definitely a tradition. Also, to we, we just put up the Christmas tree. Uh, actually, probably the earliest that we've usually done. I know a lot of people wait until yeah. after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We usually are like after Thanksgiving plus two weeks, we're kind of down to the wire. So this year, we were good about getting the Christmas tree up. And last year, Addie helped put on... A and, really special part of it, and this it was the star, but it was so hard to put on because my dad just kept lifting me up, using ladders, hanging me from the banister. Even no, maybe because you're heavier, you think? No, so from the banister. The banister. He had to lift you up there to put. What's the significance of the star? Why do you use a star? Um, because um, it reminds us of of um. Jesus being born and the wise men following the star. And I just, I really enjoyed that moment. That, that's what I kept telling my brother and sister, that the true thing about Christmas is about Jesus being born. And, and then my brother 
is like, yeah, Aubrey, that's my little sister's name. And she's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what all, what's Christmas about? And my little sister goes like, no, it's not. It's a tree. And I'm like, no, it's not. So when Christmas comes, they always do like a Santa's list. And so when your dad and Uncle Jason were little, they they would give me a list of what they wanted for Christmas. And I kept those lists. And some of them will say it would be like PlayStation uh, and then the, the one I laughed about, I think one of you put PlayStation, but cash is always welcome. Oh. <laughs> always put the cash. But w- what what do you want for Christmas? I want an electrical scooter and a new kitchen, play kitchen. Okay. How about you, Daddy? What what Andrew? What would you like? Cash is accepted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think uh, what's funny is like as you get older, it's either you get very specific about things that you're kind of looking for throughout the year and you end up just going and buying them sometimes. So you need to almost be patient and wait for someone to gift you those things. But I, I like things like clothes, gadgets. I like to cook, uh, barbecue. Yeah, I uh, love that. I also like to run and I'm active outdoors. So any outdoorsy stuff, I'm usually pretty on top of. For the kiddos, I love the handmade things. They'll make things to put in my office that I like to hang up and yeah. reminds me. Um, kind of like for, for him. Right, yeah. You guys will surprise me with some really neat things that I get to hang up around the house and things like that. So I think that's a fun one. And what do you think about for your mom? What does she want yeah. for Ooh, I think like, like I can like give her like a, a mug. I can like try to make a mug that says best mother ever. Mm-hmm. Good. Excellent. She That'll like, mean she a likes lot coffee. to me. And, like coffee and I feel like every Christmas... Lola gives us cash, literally, <laughs> or for our birthday. Well, so what do we what do we do? <laughs> what, what do you the, do with that cash? What are the cash? three things we do with the cash when you think about that piggy bank you have? We get. I I normally like just get money for people on the road. Oh, you donate money. So let's tell that story yeah, really quickly. Story. So one so thing, every time we like pass the corner for church, mm-hmm. we see someone um holding a sign that says. Anything helping or cash only or something like that, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, Dad, get your wallet out, get me some money, throw something, man or girl. And Eddie has a really big heart, and so what we actually did recently with our church group that we have called Young Families, where it's a lot of uh, parents who have younger kids, mm-hmm. is we actually put together what we call a blessing bag assembly. That, so, that, like you put like mm-hmm. mints and socks and like chapstick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Into yeah right. Like, you, yeah. Everyone brings in a, almost like a potluck of different supplies that homeless. someone yeah. someone who's homeless or in need yeah. and might we, need. Then we learn about God, and then Charity. after a few minutes, we do um we um do all the tables, and and they just go around getting one of each thing. Mm-hmm. It's a really intentional, practical way mm-hmm. to put together some things that you can give out. If you see someone on the side of the road, sometimes. You can discourage cash. You're not sure what they're going to do, or maybe that's not the right kind of thing for them. But some things that are really practical that can keep them warm, blankets, blankets, things like that. And so you put them into bags and so you can keep them. And also it's a great way to have your kids engage in that way too and show how we share generosity and gratitude in a practical way. And Addie's always been really about that. So I think it was a nice thing we were able to do together. I always like, like if you don't get money out, I'm going to throw open your wallet, go to that man or woman give them money and like literally go through my piggy bank save some money in the car and then when the next time we go to church and we see someone i'm like dad you better give this to this man or woman 
And then if he doesn't, I'm going to be mad. Well, and, and that's something I think uh, as, as a family, I would say that we make a conscious effort. I feel, and I think, I think other people should too, is if you're truly grateful for the life that you have, mm-hmm. is that you're looking for opportunities to Help bless others. other people, right? Yes. And, and that's really, if your cup is filled, right, how do you overflow and serve other mm-hmm. people? And even just the other day, we were going just, we were going through a drive-thru with Chick-fil-A or something like that. And we saw a woman who had a, actually a rather large RV and was just saying, hey, I'm trying to travel across the country. I don't have any okay. gas. And so I was like, let's, I went by, I was like, let's go fill you up. I did. Well, we together. We went well, that was, together. Well, we, we as a family went by. that was a charitable, by. good thing to we do. We said, hey, let's go for, help let's, somebody. And then we, we just us needed over. Her, her there. We went over to Costco Gas. Yeah. And, and, you know. and also, um, um, like, like, um, the thing you said earlier, um, how, um, I f- forgot what it was, um, but, um, um, like, I read a book that says how to be a bucket filler. Everyone holds an imaginable bucket, and if someone dipped your bucket, all that that goodness goes out. And if someone refills it by giving you a smile, or you smile, or you help someone, it fills up. But when you dip a bucket, um, um, like if you like bully or like make fun, mm-hmm. they they're holding imaginable spoons and just dipping your bucket. So to it's give them. giving those gifts yeah. away. You know, as I get older, you know, what, what we talk about what we want for Christmas and talk about the things she wants. I, as I get older and I'm able and blessed to buy the things I need, it's no longer things that I seek. It, yeah. It's memories. It's memories of time with you, Addie, and your dad and your mom and your, you know, your brother and sister and Uncle Jay and, his, and Aunt Aaliyah. It's memories with my friends. Because in the end, you don't bring stuff with you to heaven. You and, bring your memories. Yeah, and also, and also, um, the thing Dad said earlier. It said, um, to live a happy life, um, um, and just like I love that um that compliment because um well, you have to live a happy life, or you might not be a, like a good citizen. Like you have, even with the internet, you have to be a digital citizen. You 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 can't do all capital letters because, or they think you're yelling, yelling at them. Right. So you have to use emojis or just. So it sounds like what what you're learning is like yeah. how other people will perceive how what you give off, right? And yeah, putting yourselves in other people's that. shoes. And I kind of what you were saying, um, Dr. Connie, is like I think it is really and actually a good point is you think about what people sometimes ask for, for, for Christmas or as a gift may not even really be what they're actually seeking. And sometimes it's easy to say, oh yeah, I just want these items. But really, if you can give memories, if you can give experiences and skills and knowledge that you can pass along and have with you, that really kind of transcends, you know, just an ordinary gift. It's, it's more meaningful and powerful and it, it bonds you together in a memory mm-hmm. that you really couldn't have experience with just an item. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. It's the gift of your presence. Yeah. You know what? I remember my mom, who, by the way, today is her eighth anniversary of passing. My mom passed away eight years ago today. Oh, yeah. And it was right before you were born. Uh, right before I was born. Well, oh, right yeah. before you were born. He wasn't and, able to. And we would, we would ask her, what, what do you want for Christmas? And she would just say, all I want is your love. All I want, and then we show our love in different ways. And, but for me, I look back at Christmases, and it's just the memories that we have of each other and I love the pictures the best gift to give me is pictures of the kids or of yourself and 
and then trips, just, just time with family. Because the most important thing, I think, in this life, I call them the three T's. It's your time, it's your talent, and it's your treasure. And if you offer those in a good way to help others and, and to serve God, I think you're on the right track, right? Yeah. And time, like, talent, treasure. Yeah, and like um, 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 something about that, not really the same, and what about it, but... um. Um, I realized in school, whatever you want is not what you need. Need is like like water, air, food, mm-hmm. but what you want is like toys, stuff, and like, and I am like trying to teach my brother and sister to need stuff. Like you need water and food and air, and um, and if you want toys um don't overthink it of how much toys you want think of people who don't even have toys think of people who, do, who don't even have water or food or have one meal a day or just rice mm-hmm. you know the rice bowl thing yeah who don't have things yeah so i just i love that um that people really have good hearts and just don't really have that much and just think of that much people who don't have water or f- or toys and just give up their toys. And, and yeah. what's amazing too, yeah. Addie, as, especially this time of year, as we think about the people that have contributed to our lives and us being here, as you think about our family, we it's important to remember some of the struggle and some of the sacrifices and some of the, the folks that were poor at one time that got that we can be so blessed now. Mm-hmm. For example, even at Thanksgiving, yeah. something we did this past Thanksgiving, we told the story of Papa John, mm-hmm. um, John Weber and his family about the potatoes. Right. They had no food. They were starving. No food in their life right? And, and yeah. at the time. And they were freezing cold in a barn and then and then what and happens then, and then a man just walks up <laughs> to the door they don't even know who it is knocks on the door have them potatoes yeah just a bag of potatoes yeah. and it's because his grandmother prayed she said let's pray there their seven kids were all starving in this barn his grandfather had lost all the money during the depression and the grandmother said let's pray and then there was a knock on the door, and they handed him a sack of potatoes. And so that was our tradition. Every year, we would we would have baked potatoes. And we would go around the circle with the family and recite that story. And Papa John could never get through it because he would start crying. <laughs> which is which is really meaningful. Yeah. Like it, yeah. And especially for a man who accomplished so much in his life and could look around and see that obviously he was doing very well, could afford all the potatoes you could ever want mm-hmm. to think about, wow, look how far we were able mm-hmm. to come and where he was able to do with the opportunities given to him. And so so important to remember that in our life this time of year. It's a good point. We're going to pause for another break and then we'll be back for the final version of this wonderful show with my family, Andrew Stevens and Addie Stevens. So stay tuned to our show. Uh, we're going to do a quick break and then come back on House Calls with Dr. Khan. Are you ready to live younger, longer, 
Andrew and Aaron Stevens with Apply Everyday Health are partnered with a 100-year-old company to help you build health through natural approaches. Our scientists believe that the key to a healthy lifestyle lies within nature. By using ingredients proven to be safe and effective, our products provide nutrition guaranteed to change your life in a positive way. To find out how you can get the same top-of-the-line vitamins taken daily by Olympic athletes, astronauts, and the White House doctor herself, visit applyeveryday.com. Who's your doctor? When I was looking for a doctor, I thought, which person gets the best care of all and whose doctor's credentials are the most carefully reviewed? Well, the answer was obvious. Who looks after the President of the United States? My doctor is the doctor who is taking care of three presidents and their families, Dr. Connie Mariano. I've heard about her. She's board certified in internal medicine and has been practicing medicine for over 30 years. She was at the White House for over nine years and traveled everywhere with the president. Dr. Connie is available to me 24 hours a day, seven days a week by email, cell phone, or Skype. And when I see her in her private office in Scottsdale, she and her staff always treat me like I'm the president. I'm going to call her office now and join her practice. Dr. Connie Mariano. This is the doctor American presidents and their families have trusted with their lives, and I trust you with mine. For information about Dr. Connie Mariano's private practice, you need to visit drcmariano.com. You are tuned in to House Calls with former White House physician, Dr. Connie Mariano. If you have a question or comment for our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drconnieradio at gmail.com. That's drconnieradio at gmail.com. Now, back to House Calls with Dr. Connie. Welcome back to Dr. Connie's House Calls for the final segment of our show, the last show of the year, which, by the way, we are finishing our seventh season, and we have signed on for an eighth season on House Calls. Woohoo! So I am still continuing on. We're refilling your need to listen to House Calls. So we will be back again next month, January. But the new announcement is I also signed on with Voice America to do another podcast for a year on the Empowerment Channel, and it's entitled The Widow's Walk. And it is about the journey of widows, because I've been a widow now, uh, 41 months, I keep counting. I am doing a show dedicated to the the widow's journey. And there's a lot of material, because there are over 700,000 new widows every year in this country, and they join the 11.6 million widows. So it's a major topic among a lot of women. The statistics are at least 70% of women who are married will become widows. Uh, Why does that happen? Men often die. Well, if John were here, he would say men die because they can. But it's they die because, you know, they uh, various causes. In the old days, it was because of war, the military, but heart disease, accidents, uh, all the other causes. But men, you know, women tend to outlive men. So it'll be about the widow's journey and ways that we can help widows out there. I always say I do these things, these shows, because if I'm struggling and suffering and going through something in life, I always think there's got to be meaning to that and then some way I can help somebody. And it's my little slogan is, my pain can be somebody's gain. That if I can go through something, maybe I can help somebody have less pain and 
learn from that so they can get through their troubles. I'm also writing a memoir about my widowhood journey, which I my goal next year is to get that published, and we'll see what that happens. But let me get back to my family and Christmas and the holidays. I'm going to start one last controversial thing that I want to mention because you know we we talk about every, we talk about Santa Claus and and you know there's Santa Claus is there and you sit on his lap and so how do you do you believe in Santa? Yes, and um, I like to I want to point out something. That um um earlier um um dad or my dad or um Lola um um said um that people die they they do they do um um sacrifices um and um there's one person that did a sacrifice that was really good and that person was Jesus. I just love that he he took that the the sin punishment and just made people just put him on the cross and beat him and just let him die and he let himself die and they were, even though they were all saying if you're the real son of God why don't you fly down or angels come by your side but he decided not to he just he just he let he sat sat there, more like stand there, and then let God let him die. But he had a he had a mission. He had a higher calling to serve. That was to, how he served. Yeah, don't you think? To like get up, get a little bit of that sin out of yeah. our hearts, yeah. and it's our choice now if we want to follow if we want to follow God. Or do I want to fall sin? It's our choice. And the choice, the Stevens family, my family, um's choices is to follow God. Mm-hmm. God is the only God in the world. And I love to point that out because God's our Savior and Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And some people don't know that God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit are all um, 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 just God. But God is in heaven. Jesus was on earth. And God's in heaven. Jesus is on earth. Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in the air. So it's three different places. The Trinity. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you, Addie. And, and it is important to talk about that, especially at this time of year with Christmas as we look at these because things too. Because we celebrate his birthday on Christmas, That's exactly but it's right. not really yeah. his birthday yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. It's just convenient to do that. Yeah. yeah Addie's going to be our, our theologian. She's I think very, so. Very She's going to be a theologian <laughs> there. <laughs> she just but so alluded. going back to Santa, you said you, you believe in him, right? So, and he, Yeah, I believe him. Yeah. He's, he represents the joy and... Happiness and children of Christmas, right? Yeah, and um, I love um, um, that um, that Jesus is our Savior and and Lord, and I love to point that out. And and Christmas is my favorite holiday because um, you get to deck the halls and mm-hmm. hang your Christmas tree up. 
and do celebrate Jesus' birthday. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Oh, um, it's Oh Come All Ye Faithful. Mm-hmm. That is a great song. It is a great song. What is the best part of Christmas, do you think? Um, the star, because it led the wise men um, to Jesus. And they saw him land a manger and the shepherds. And, I, and they saw Gabriel and Mary saw Gabriel. And, and that's how Mary knew she was having a baby. And the shepherds knew there was, having, there was a baby coming. And Mary, she was he even married the okay. time they got a baby. Yeah, yeah. In the belly. That was forbidden back then. Yeah, and Joseph then Joseph did just did not believe. Joseph was a good guy. He, he didn't marry her in a, in a while. Mm-hmm. And then but then um, God put a dream in, um, in um, um, his head that said, you must marry Mary and, and take her as your wife and have a baby, name it Jesus. And there were some tough decisions yeah. there at that time. So through all that hardship, they went through a lot of hardship. Like your parents do. They go through hardship and things to sacrifice. Yeah, like, when you love somebody that much, you will sacrifice those things. Yeah, like parents, they yeah. love the children so much. Mm-hmm. And it's in God of us so much that they can they can just die if they need to. Yeah. They would die for you. Like if like if you're in the road trying to get across, if, but you, you sat on something, you stand it on something and just tr- just hobble, mm-hmm. and then your parents or God or an angel might stop mm-hmm. or just push you and just fall into the road, and then the car will just drive on you. <laughs> but they might do that on yeah. On that's purpose. yeah. I think yeah. we. I think the what you're saying, Eddie, is that we definitely will make sure protecting you yeah, is a no, number like, a number like one priority number one for priority. sure. Like so, what is your sacrifice. wish yeah. for the people listening? All those people, the thousands of people who listen to this show. What is your Christmas wish for them? I wish that everyone will follow God and Jesus, and don't take Satan as their as um their God, but choose the Lord as their God and and I just hope God flips their heart around to goodness and no more sin which that's going to happen in a long time no more sin's going to happen in a long time because God's going to do something great I don't want to spoil it mm-hmm. <laughs> how about you Andrew what, what is your wish for the audience yeah. listening in I think uh, I, I love that sentiment Eddie and I also I think uh, just Kind of even just what you have sort of set the tone for this particular show is that you can uh, leave, you know, every lead every day with some gratitude, right? If you can lead every day with just um, a higher purpose, you even kind of mentioned your, your friend at the very beginning of the mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. who don't know how many more Christmases really mm-hmm. she might have, right? And I think if you can think about what it was that she looks back on her life and says, wow, what was most important to me really mm-hmm. if we can learn from that and apply it to our own lives going forward and recognize of the kind of story that you want people to tell about you and what kind of legacy are you leading or leaving behind and i think that's so important of why we want to 
to be intentional about the time that we spend with our family and time we spend with what we do as our careers. And it really does reorient how you think about what you do with your life if you think of it that way, right? If it's accumulating just tons of stuff and having fun with it, there can be sometimes sort of like fleeting uh, satisfaction there. But really, as you see from someone who is kind of towards the end, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but thinking considering back again, mm-hmm. we can learn from that. And I think I'm hoping that the audience will, will take a little bit of that and some of the exuberance um, and joy of a, of a seven-year-old who's, who's loving life right now too with Addie. How about, how about you, Dr. Connie? What about you? This will be my 67th Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't, it isn't things that I want. I want memories. I want time with family. Uh, I love the p- part every morning, uh, Christmas morning when I come to visit you and the look on, Addie and Alex and Aubrey's face when they open their gifts and they see the tree and how you and, and, and their mommy have set everything up and just to look when they wake up. In fact, one time I was, I spent the night at your place in, I guess, 2019. That was the first Christmas without John. And I got up and you were, two of you were sitting outside my door and you're like, we were just waiting for you to wake up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was making you wake. And you went downstairs in your little pajamas and, and those are the sweet things that you remember. And not everybody is blessed. I have families who they wish their family would visit. Not everybody has family visiting. If you have family members that they're sick and can't be visited, call them, reach out to them because they're forgotten. You know, you just have to connect with people who don't have very many friends or family. And and also, um, 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 when um, um, two of us were sitting outside the door, Of you, um, I have something kind of like that. Um, I think it was close to be- being Christmas, but um, I went downstairs, and um, if this is not close to Christmas, I guess it's just a normal story. That's funny, and and I was like, "Is Uncle Jay and Leah here?" And Dad said, "No, they are not here. They're about ten minutes away." And I was like, "Okay." Then I saw the playroom dark door locked so I was like okay and and then and then like 10 minutes later um 10 minutes later I said they're not they're not they're not 10 minutes away they're they're, they're they're they had stayed overnight the night before, which is a really <laughs> neat way to, to be surprised so around Christmas. So that they're there. Yeah. It's the, pre- the gift, the ultimate gift is your presence, your presence of being there, your very being. So it's the gift of Christmas is your presence of your loved ones and your family and your friends and those memories. So the last thing I have is you want to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody, before we sign off? Merry mm-hmm. Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everyone. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. And with that, we wish you a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas. And may 2023 bring great joy and peace to you all. So thanks for listening in to House Calls on Dr. Connie. And we will talk with you and broadcast in the new year. So be, be blessed and happy holidays. Thank you again for joining us this week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. We'll be back next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week.